sorry. That's bad. It's, no, okay. it's okay. It's okay. I get it. I get it. I'm glad I didn't say it up there. No, I think they would have all laughed, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, guys, I think we're, we're recording. So there's a real chance none of this audio will turn out okay. Why? Well, because you, you see how I have a mic up here? Uh-huh. This what? mic used to have a little lapel clip. I couldn't find it. I was trying oh. to set things up right now. Um, well, you're right there. Yeah, I'm right here. So hopefully it turns out. Well, as long as it's not moving, it's not moving, right? No. Are we recording okay, now? We're recording, you guys. Awesome. This hey. is podcast situation. I love this new routine of us once a month yeah. doing uh, doing the rounds together, getting three and at least you know what? I was once a month say, together. It's fun. It's really fun, and it feels like it's a lot greater gap between when we go. Yeah. I well, feel like I can. We did, I think the first one was the first one we did July. We did like July, August, September, and now October. I think this is like our fourth one. Okay. The September one was like maybe three weeks apart. Yeah. And the August one. That's right. But I think we've done like four. To, I mean, we've done we've done more than four mics together, and more than four times have we gone to a, you know, maybe gone to Lily Max and then Woodham's there. But I'm talking specifically our Monday round of three doing yeah. a podcast. This is our what, once fourth. a month that we started. This is our fourth since we did that. Well, once I gotta a month, tell you, this is a highlight podcast one. This is a highlight of the month for me. Oh, that's oh, sweet. Thanks, man. Yeah. No, this is a this is a blast, and every time it feels like, oh man, it's been so long since we podcasted, but it is. It's only three or four weeks in between every podcast. But so yeah, in review, uh, we're we're leaving Pepper Tree right now for all of the millions of listeners. We're leaving Pepper Tree right now. There wasn't a lot of people there, but it was all comics, and it was. I think we all had fun, right? Yeah. It's okay. I had I I, I had, had fun. fun. Yeah. I had fun. I I. I... It's fun doing mics like that sometimes when it's not crowded, you know? Yeah. Sometimes. I like it when it's just a bunch of comics. You're just messing around. I know. It's fun sometimes. We, I, me and Fogger were talking about we did that at uh, one at Redwood City. We used to like to do that uh, at this coffee place. I forget the name of it right now. And the Hawaiian place downtown in San Jose that PX used to do, Dakine. Okay. It was fun, it's fun doing stuff like that sometimes. It's just around people you know, the comics you know, you're just having fun. See, I mean, I like it's comfortable. Uh, like, I I have a fun time seeing... It wasn't that many comics, but just be, I just... It was fun. Yeah, it was good. And now we're going over to Swinging Door, where <laughs> Jacob Contreras is guest hosting for Iman. We might get four mics tonight. That'd be awesome. It's a very strong possibility that we're gonna get four mics. So nice. guys, I, you know, talk on the street is around Joker, right? Because it's about his origin story. Yes, yeah. And how he tried to be a stand-up comic. So I, I, yeah, I, I didn't know that was in the story. Well, there's yeah. there's different origin stories. He's it, got it, multiple, was, yeah. it was that it was that way in the Killing Joke graphic novel. But like when it, Christopher Nolan talked about when he did Dark Knight is he wanted him to have no backstory where you don't really know his name. You know, like in, um, he's going by a different, I forget the name he's going by in the Joker, but in, in the Tim Burton universe, it was Jack Napier. In Dark Knight, you never know his name. And he has multiple origin stories. Like you don't know which is a lie, which is the truth. Um, and if you watch like he, Christopher Nolan pointed out in the very first Joker uh, entrance in a Batman comic, and I had one of the the reissue of like a collection of reissues that had that very first issue, and he he uh, yeah you, you don't know his name, you just know him as the Joker, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of like that, but like the Killing Joke is this sounds like it's along the lines of the Killing Joke. I really want. At first, I was like, it's been done like how many how I love the Joker as a character. Yes. But with like Jack Nicholson, I thought was great yes. as a modern to, I thought Heath Ledger obviously was great and, and, right. and won a category award. I think uh, Mark Hamill doing the voice of him and, and Mask of Phantasm, the animated series was great. Yeah. How about, but apparently he's awesome in it. They're saying he is, Joaquin Phoenix is awesome. And it's just it was a different good. take. Oh, you saw it. I, so that's what I was going to get okay, at is okay. I went, I went and watched it with um, the wife this weekend and uh, it was good, but it was, it was a heavy lift, man, for him because it's a lot of him on screen, mm. you know, mostly of him. Right. And so, uh, but yeah, it was an interesting origin story. It was very somber. Depressing. And yeah. 
Yeah. Where would you, if you had to rate it like one to four, how would you rate it? That's a good question because I left thinking, well, first off, there was no, in, you know, I'm Without not, giving anything away. Oh, I won't give anything away. Okay. I'll just give kind of a, a, a rough opinion. I didn't feel, sometimes when you see a performance, uh, you know, an actor on the big screen, there'll be a couple breakout scenes that you go, God damn. Right? Uh, I, I didn't really feel that way in this movie. Okay. So I'll probably never watch it again, but I do think for anyone who's into comics, uh, who was into Batman, it's it's a must see, a must see. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, you leave feeling kind of icky because it's a you know very somber story the way it's told. That, Not just dark. I mean, well, all Batman series since. Batman, um, after Batman 66. Yeah, exactly. Every Batman since Tim Burton, whatever. But this is a, so, um, it's a, it's a Joker movie. Yes. So it's got to be a point of view of Joker, right? Yes. So that means like, he's the bad, like you're, you're almost like rooting for the bad guy. Right? Oh, yeah, he's like an anti-hero. I'll tell you, you feel very empathetic for the Joker through the whole movie. Yes. To the point where his point of view becomes kind of like... Yeah, I've I, actually heard comparisons to to Scorsese's both Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. So I want, but yeah. I don't know where. But I, that makes it's sense. It's interesting. Todd Phillips, who used to most famous for comedies, old school and the Road Hangover trip, movies. Right? Yeah, yeah, and old school and Hangover. But I, I, I have an interesting tidbit. Well, why? But uh, so you you liked it, but you didn't love it. Is that, yeah, I didn't love it. Now, what? But do you think? But I, I'm happy I saw it, and I'm happy I saw it in theaters. And I, I recommend everyone see it who's into comic books or right. the... You'd say good, not great? Is that yes, what you say? that's right. Now, what about but what about Joaquin Phoenix? You don't think his performance was great? Or no, his performance was great. But... Okay. There's no scenes that you're like, you're seeing a breakout scene for you. Nope. I don't see any. I don't see any... Um, you know, I... I don't, he'll probably get nominated for some kind of award. I'm sure yeah. of that. But you don't uh, think he'll win? You're saying? Eh, well, I don't watch enough movies to know who could have done, who has done something better. You know. Um. But here, here's what I'll say. Even though I was into the movie, and I, it's a good story, and like I said, I think everyone should watch it. I think I got on the wrong freeway, you guys. Ninety two. 92 will take us to... You want me to get the directions or you got it? Uh, I got it. Let me see here. I'll just get it. You can't, even if you can't compare them, would you prefer... Is there a Joker, cinematic Joker performance you prefer the best? No, or? I think I like him best as... Well, I liked Jack Nicholson. Um, I oh, wasn't that's... as impressed with... Um, Who's the Heath Ledger? I wasn't as impressed. Really? For some reason, everyone yeah, raves on that one. But I, he I was, was great, like, though. I, I, he I was loved, great. I love Nicholson, but uh, I love Nicholson in it. But that I thought Heath Ledger did a true. I mean, he did so, like a master performance. I thought in the role. I, I it's, it, it, it was. It was good. But you know, he didn't have to carry the movie. It was an ensemble piece, right? Right, right. The, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix had to carry the. He's a leader. He's the lead actor. He's not he, just the lead actor. I think he's in every scene. I wouldn't right. be surprised if he's in every scene. Wow. There might have been a few scenes without him. Uh, I well, Heath Ledger. He did win Best Supporting Actor. Oh, did he? Posthumously, okay. after he died. But uh, you know, he he did win. But it was for. I mean, he wasn't in. You're right. He wasn't an ensemble movie. He wasn't the center of the movie. Yeah. Even Jack Nicholson was kind of like the center of the Batman yeah. movie, which was a complaint at the time that he took over. But he, in the amount of time Heath Ledger was in, acting wise, he was yeah. like amazing in it. But I, I hear the same. You know, Joaquin. Uh, you know he what? He took the method with it. It sounds like it sounds like he like lost a lot of weight and he was like emaciated. Oh, yeah, he was and, gross. Yeah, he was really skinny. You know what? Now that I'm talking it through with you guys, I feel that maybe I'm I'm kind of being harsh. I'm I'm being a little bit of a harsh critic because there were some scenes where he was really uh, it was good scenes. You cool. know, is it rated R? Yeah, right. Uh, I would have to be. There's a lot of. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. 
I can't wait to see it. I want to see it. And then they had, what did they have all throughout the, when the premiere, no mask allowed in the movie theaters? Yeah. Oh, did they, they say that? Yeah, a lot of places were doing shit like that. I think they brought in extra security. Well, they're security. afraid of like the Dark Knight Rises thing mm-hmm. where the guy shut up the theater, remember? They brought, oh. Yeah, they brought in the yard duties, dude. And all, they brought in the marshals from the airplane, dude. The, the air marshals to, to sit in the, in the audience to make sure. You know what's crazy? What? I went to see it on a standard screen in Saratoga. Uh-huh. Nice. At the Saratoga Prune Ridge. The Prune Ridge. Uh, not Prune Ridge. Um, I'm sorry. Um, what's the one oh, by the Target? AMC, AMC. AMC. You know, there might have only been ten people there, and this was the day after opening. And I was like, why is there so few people? But I think everyone wants to see IMAX or. Um, oh, that makes sense. So it, on the screen, it had a record breaking. Record breaking yeah, for October, ninety six million already. Oh wow! And the theater I was in only had probably ten people. It's crazy. Let yeah. me ask you, why do we have to know how much it made? Why is that in the news? Well, we're obsessed with scores. Yeah. We're I, a society based on numbers. And, and you know what? I don't think it's crazy. People say it's crazy. But you know why I don't think it's crazy, Paco? Because let's say you love a movie and you're like, and you don't know how well it did. Uh, if you want if you're wondering why your favorite movie never had a sequel, you're like, why, why don't you, and the movie loses 50 million with well, that, that, there's your answer. I, I agree. People are too obsessed with it. Like we don't need to know. I, I, I I'm not interested enough to be like, what's the top 10 movies yeah, at yeah. the box office? I'm not following it that closely, but I think it is, it, it's relevant because it tells you, shows you what movie's doing well. And it then tells you, what movies are going to be made. You know what I mean? Because the future of movies is they bank on what's successful. They're not going to be like, okay, let's take, let's model our movie off the movie that bombed. You right. know what I'm saying? Comic book movies are the fucking, you know what I mean? I'm not wording it well, but I think you get the gist of what I'm saying. It, it It's a good measure of where the film industry is headed. Not all successful movies are going to be remade or made as, but you kind of have a sense of how well How you doing thank you if a movie was if a movie was successful if a movie you know ishtar has a huge cult following but when <laughs> that movie and yeah and Warren Beatty? yeah but when that movie came out that was like the biggest bomb ever and it was actually made by a legend of improv comedy who elaine may oh. her and this guy nichols was what's nichols. the name of the movie again ishtar, ishtar. with warren Beatty and but oh. i mean that's it, i I think it is relevant. I, I can't word it. I, I'm not, but I think it is relevant. I've heard people make that thing before. Like, why should people care? But I think it gives you a good measure of, of what, if the movie like did well, if, it, and, and you, you could sometimes, oftentimes, like I said, get a good feeling of where, what, what, where the direction of the movie industry is going to go on what's successful, what's not. Or if there'll be sequels to a movie, like I don't know, it kind of gives you an idea. You know what I mean? I mean, no, I it, it doesn't have to be successful for you to like it. No. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean it doesn't have to be successful to be good art. But I think it is relevant if, like, even on the most, you know, they had some foreign movie, uh, Indian movie came out, and it was like on a thousand theaters, it made pound for pound more money than like the top movie. That's relevant because right. that tells you that there's demand for that. You know what I mean? I think I don't know. Well, no, that's exactly I think right. I think for I mean for you because you're you always say you're a cinephile, so you like movies, uh-huh. right? I just think the average person doesn't doesn't. Why would they want to know? No, I think. I just, well, I think there's a uh, when when it comes down to just news, news just wants to write on anything happening because they gotta move their whatever ads, their newspapers, whatever. And so I think Joker, there was a lot of buzz about this flick uh, because, you know, it's, again, I think any comic book movie in this day and age, like you said, it's there's a lot of expectations around it. And then because it was purely a character-driven movie um, and Joaquin Phoenix was taking on a role, like I said, who's he's doing 80% of the movie is him. And, and it's a Him role. squared up in the frame. Right. 
and, um, and it's a role that has a legacy. I mean, yes. Nicholson was nominated. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. Nicholson was nominated for a Golden Globe when he did it. Uh, Heath Ledger won awards, yeah. like Academy Award for it. Like, he, whatever, it's a, you're going to get compared to other actors that have taken that role, you know? Yes. Because you have to be a maniac that has to come through on film. Because that's what Joker is, a maniac. Yeah. So, I. Yeah, I get why media wants to do because media will report on anything. They just want to. I like I like what you say about scores too. I think that's true. I think we as a culture we like to have scores on things. Yeah, we do. It's a way of measuring things, you know. It's it's just a pissing contest. Whose stream is farther or whatever pissing contest? Faco's is. Faco. Well, yeah, Faco will win, of course. What? The stream. Your powerful stream. My stream. My P stream. Yeah. Uh, It used to be more powerful. (laughs) <laughs> no but I, yeah man I don't know I just think it's funny that they they list the how much yeah. I can see okay number one movie of the league is Joker I, and, and that's it but I don't know why they want to oh, man, 42 I don't know I just think it's funny I think it's kooky yeah I, I think I think maybe sometimes it's also to to just show you Hollywood like the dream of Hollywood you need to come to Hollywood and be in these movies. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's the business side of show biz, right? Right. The bi- you got to make money somehow. Um, or you got to show that you're doing something. Right. Uh, but why the media cares, who knows? I think they just want to well, It's all hand in hand, right? Hollywood and the media, right? They're all yeah, together, probably. all in on it. Yeah. They're all part of the entertainment industry, yeah. for sure. I'm not a fan of the media by no, any No, me means, neither. But I... I, I I uh, I understand why, not, but I don't dislike him for, for that. And I understand why people are curious. Just like, I guess, yeah, but I, I understand what you're saying too, Falco. Uh, hey, that's just me. It's funny. I always just wondered about it. But I was thinking about the movie theater I was in. Was it packed? No, there was only 10 people there. What time did you see it? Dude, it was it was like a 5.30 show wow. in the afternoon. On so, a Saturday or something? Uh, Friday. Oh, okay, maybe. Guess. And so I was thinking we were going to be in a lot. First off, you got to buy tickets beforehand nowadays, right? Right. So I already bought it, but then we walked in and I go, well, maybe people are going to come after the previews and no one came. It was just empty. And I was thinking about it. And I was saying to myself, now this was Friday, so I didn't know that it made all that money, but I was thinking, how is the movie industry making any money if you have theaters across America where it's just 10 people in a theater? Um, But then I think the problem is because it was also showing on an IMAX screen, and I think it was shown on some other Yeah, everybody wants to watch that stuff. Yes. I just I just want to watch it the regular way, dude. I'm okay with the regular way, yeah. Especially this movie, there's no need for yeah. an immersive experience. One thing, if it's like, you know, like Aquaman, maybe. Yeah. You know, or some animation, I'm sure it will work. But a lot of times, yeah, I don't know. Avatar, that was one Avatar. that you, was better. You don't, you don't need to see Sideways on the IMAX. Yeah. Right. You don't need to see a comedy on the IMAX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I guess you just came on a, you know, on a lucky time on a Friday. I guess so. Yeah. I guess you know it's kind of hard for people to get there on a five thirty on Friday. That's probably what was going on. Probably the eight o'clock or ten o'clock was packed. School's back too. Yeah. Did you have your Joker mask on? Maybe they scared them all off. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it could have been that I was full on regalia with the <laughs> green hair and the smile. That might have thrown people off. One time I was at Lollapalooza in Chicago. Okay. 2009 and it just Dark Knight just came out uh-huh. and you know there was this guy walking around like the Joker nice. dressed around right Yeah. and he kind of looked like like sad a little bit right so for some reason I looked at my wallet yeah. I remember having a, a Joker card a Joker card oh, for a deck nice and then I gave it to him and he was so fucking happy dude nice I don't know. I just remembered it right now. You probably saved the uh, Lollapalooza from having to shoot. Yeah, no. He was, probably, I he was probably loading his AR-15, and then you handed the Joker car. And he goes, 
oh, you know what? Life is okay. okay. You know, humans gonna... are all right. Yeah, humans are all right. I'm not going to kill everyone. <laughs> oh, if it wasn't for that large Mexican, I would have shot everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, awesome. hey, there's more to that story, though. What were you... What were you doing at the Lollapalooza? Well, I went to for Lollapalooza to check out the three-day festival. It was fucking awesome, man. Yeah? Yeah, I had a great time, dude. And uh, what's it called? What was it that year? What was, was the highlight of the uh, night? Lou Reed, I think, might Lou have been Reed. the highlight. Oh, wow. I saw Lou Reed that year. Well, I've uh, seen so many cool music acts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there. You know, that year. I like was, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that was big for me because that year. I wanted to see, and the main reason I wanted to see, because the headliners that year were the Beastie Boys. Wow. And I was so excited. And then that same year, MCA got the whole uh, cancer thing in the throat. Oh, so they canceled out. Oh, no. And then he ended up dying like a year or two later, oh, a couple years no. later. And I was like so bummed. I mean, yeah. it sucks that he's not around. You yeah. know, of course, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I never got to see him, you know what I'm saying, dude? But that guy, oh, I love the Beastie Boys. I was a huge Beastie Boys fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of Beastie Boys, too. So, I was there. and That, that was sucks. Cool. Yeah, man. Whatever happened to the Yeah, Yeah, Yes? Have they... They're still around. They came out with an album maybe a couple of years ago, a year ago. Yeah, is it good? It's okay. They did a, you know, they did a fucking song with... You know who Doctor Octagon is? Yeah, rapper Cool Keith. Yeah, Cool uh, Keith. He did a song. They did a song with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, it's a pretty good too song. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's safe style. I think she's sober now too. Oh, okay. I, she was I really, liked her. She was kooky. Yeah, she's a. I think she should have been. She could have been a good Joker if they wanted to go that route. Uh, she could be a good okay. Joker. They have the same smile. Make a left on El Camino. Yeah. Uh, Karen O. That's her name. Karen O. That's right. Have you seen them live? No. Do you like their music? I like their music, of oh, course. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Kyle? I don't know the Yeah Yeahs, but well. they have the their biggest song is all Maps. They don't love you like I love you. Yeah. Maps. Ooh, he nailed it. They don't love you like I, I thought you were gonna go Maps. Got maps. Got maps. Got maps. <laughs> <laughs> I got the maps. A uh, demo song. You know, you're, I'm doing a uh, I'm doing a terrible version of. Uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, I know. That's the Dora the Explorer. Oh, oh, maps got the maps. maps. Got the maps. Got the maps. maps. Got yeah. the maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I want to see that movie actually. Dora the Explorer. Yeah, my kids used to in be it, in it. is in it, dude. Oh, do you know he saved someone's life in a I car heard. crash? Yeah, I heard. That guy's. That guy is so awesome. And you know, he got big. You know, when he got big, he was forty years old. Yeah. That's when he started doing movies. Yeah, That's didn't crazy. he have a addiction problem? He was. Oh yeah, out. I think so. And then he was out in that out of prison. Yeah, yeah. And was, like they say, he was a tough guy. Yeah, I think what he said is he goes, um, you know how I know this because me and Dave posted a link about him. Oh yeah. Yeah, me and Dave posted something about him, and um, and yeah, so I went and I read the article, and he said, yeah, the thing is, is you always gotta be open to people's help because he got his first break on a set through someone he met through yep. his AA meeting. Mm-hmm. And then I guess something just blew What was his big, what was his blowout thing? Was it um, I remember Dust from, to Dawn or? Oh, that's, that's, uh, I remember. Desperado was probably yes. one thing. Oh. He was always like a, a, a bad guy, like in, in early Robert Rodriguez movies and things like that. Like okay. you said, Desperado and and from dust till dawn. I think these and, are spots up here too. And then Machete was Robert Rodriguez yeah, too. Yeah, and then so. he is a big movie that he was in. That oh, really he got, that, that was really awesome. Got some notoriety, yeah. He you know? was in Heat. That's right. Because, that's one of my favorites. And you know, he was the, he was. You know how there's always consultants. He was the consultant for the bank heist. Yes. Like a real consultant. Like how yeah. would they they rob the bank? Yeah. yeah. And he, he was, was his. He was yeah, the consultant. That makes right? sense. Have yeah. you seen pictures of him when he was in prison? He was yeah. Ripped. Dude, he's a boxer. Yeah. A pro, yeah. Golden Gloves like Pro. Just mess people up. Yeah. He, he, he could break faces. I'm sure. He's the man, dude. Shouts out to Machete. Early driver. Okay. Here we go. Oh, and guess what, guys? Maneuvers. Maneuvers. We're. we're... Guess what? What? We're we're recording. Oh, okay. Maybe we're recording. I don't know. This is all a crapshoot tonight. You never know. Who knows if this is going to be uploaded for the masses or not? Yeah. You Um, never know. But we're having fun, right? Dude. I'm I'm having fun. Yeah, that's two mics we got. We're two mics. Done. We're going to Lily Mac now. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. 
Heading to Sunnyvale. Heading to Sunnyvale. Dude, that town, man, it's cool. It's wild. It's wild. That's wild. Especially Monday nights. Hey, you did never you know get, what you're Did you guys like Rip Taylor? He died. He just the, died. Yeah, I heard oh, about that. Oh, I didn't that. know that. Wait, yeah. uh, what was he in? He was like a like very flamboyant, had a mustache. I don't He was remember. comedian. I want to say he was prop comic. Oh, prop I comic. I just remember him in like Wayne's World 2. Right, right. Uh, was it Wayne's World 2? Yeah, I think it was Wayne's World 2. I heard he died. And also, uh, the drummer of uh, uh, Cream. Cream died. Ginger Baker died. I oh, no way. Was, yeah. He was 80. 80 years old. That's a good time on this planet, man. That is a good stretch. Yeah, man. He was yeah. a mean son of a bitch. I saw some documentary that they're making of him, and he punched the documentarian that was making Ooh, him about him. I want to watch him. it. Yeah, he was Well, Cream, I, that's man. one of my favorite bands. He was, a, yeah. he was one of the you great... Like Cream? <laughs> uh, you know, they call me the Cream Man, right? Uh, I wanted. Team, I was hoping. I was hoping Ryan would stick around because I wanted to do my bukkake <laughs> intro. That was the best. No, it was the best. I, I would tell Kyle this: the girl walked by you, and you're like, "Have a great night." Yeah. And then you're like, "This is my dick, <laughs> bukkake on all you." <laughs> what the fuck? That was a great entrance. I like those kind of. Contrasts. Did she leave the door before he said that? No, I don't think so, dude. Because she barely got out of sight. And uh, this is my dick. Well, because pulled... I had some. I talked about dicks over. Because I got. I I want to stick to my jokes, but when it's only comic, sometimes I have to say something stupid, right? And so I said that over at Pepper Tree. I'm gonna whip my dick out because I'm gonna me too some of you fuckers because it was only us comics. And then here, the guy was talking about how someone was killing with Bukaki, with a Bukaki set. Ryan said that. And so I go, oh, well, then I'm going to open as a Bukaki, but the mic stand will be my dick. I liked it. And you ended good. I was like, uh, you had a solid set, I thought, to that. So we can do it. I, I bookended it well, yeah. but the middle was pretty soft. I didn't, but, you know. Hey, it's okay to be soft a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chewy inside. My set is no, chewy inside. At least you ended with last. Sometimes yeah. that's, you, at least you ended with last. The last thing they remember you is you made a laugh. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know where I got that from? What? Uh, you. Oh. Because I, I go, I, I used to not work on one-liners. And I always tried to have kind of more story-based whatever when I got up on stage. But lately, I've really been trying to focus on uh, jokes that are five to ten, no greater than ten words. Oh, nice. And because I see how sometimes, you know, you'll go, you'll you'll need to bring the heat at different points in your set. And usually it's a quick, like a, a, a jab. That's funny. Faco's advice for me was... Make him angry at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. Uh, well, stick to it. I think both have their uh, merits. I like when Kyle gets angry. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. it's it's very. But hey, Kyle, I've been meaning to ask you about that. Is that kind of acting angry, or do you really get? Do people get on your skin sometimes? What do you? When you? Whenever you see? What do you mean? Well, when you get angry on stage or say something like, "I don't want to blow any of your jokes out," but sometimes you'll say something and I laugh. Because uh, I always just assume it's funny. You're not. You don't really get mad on stage, right? Or I you? no. I don't think I really get mad, but I have gotten mad. But I'm not like a tough guy or anything, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I'm not saying like, oh, you watch out, I'm mad. But. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I because I really liked your pick your poison set. Your you were set, there. Your set was top notch. I forgot you were there. I was there. Dude, I was supposed to podcast. This is no how drunk, drunk. This is how drunk I was. Oh, I, you got drunk. Dude. Oh, I was uh-oh. soup. I, that's why I, I fell off my regular, you know, not drink Sunday through Thursday. I last over six months, and I've been good with that. And okay, uh, I that's why I took took last week off is just to get back in the routine of not. Well, is that a brewery? I got a free beer. Just and, not drinking. And I was just like, I, well, I had a week off of vacation. And on my vacation, I let myself do whatever. Yeah. And I got, got off on a bad routine. And I should have took a week off right after vacation. I didn't. And okay. here I'm, I got a brewery and they they, they offer uh, they offer me a free beer, beer ticket. It was really strong, good beer. And I was like, you know what, dude? Like, they had strong beer there. It yeah. was really good. But I wouldn't say, I wasn't drunk drunk. Like I wasn't right. fall over drunk. No. But I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember, like I don't remember certain things. I actually I got really mad. I got kind of drunk that night, but I, I uh, there's things that I don't remember. I I didn't think I had a good set there, so that's funny. Okay. 
that a couple of people said I had a good set. You thought I had a good set there? Well, yeah, the the pick your poison, the end. I actually didn't watch your set set. I watched oh, you your watched pick, my, your, yeah, the second part. Yeah, I, I I watched the pick your poison sets and then I go back and I podcast after that. Oh, you just saw the first one. The, yeah, yeah, the, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. I, I, that makes. Have me you feel done better. pick your poison yet, Faco? Yes. It was I, cool. Yeah. Um, the the improv uh, set was actually fun. Yeah. I, I like doing those sets, even though I don't do that too yeah. often. But it was cool, and you know, and no pressure. There was no pressure. That's what I like. Right. You know, everybody knows you're making it up. Right. So like that's and that's another thing with like improv. They're all with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They know like oh these guys are just making it up. So they're with you. They're like yeah man. They're rooting with you. Did you have a good set that night, Fago? You did it. What, the which one? At the pick your poison. Yeah, yeah, had a solid set. That's I, good. I thought so. You know what I'm saying? I, I could see you killing it. I, my improv set was better than I think my uh, the second set. You know, you do two sets, right? Yeah, yeah. So my improv set was better than my. Who'd you go up against set. that night? Uh, so Zach Lord opened it up. Okay. Me, Who won? Shannon Murphy, Chad Opitz, and one more. Hold oh on. shit! Oh, shit. Killer. Heavy. Uh, hold on. Well, Tyler Standard. Oh wow! Holy and guess shoot. who won? Who? Zach Lord. Yeah. Really? Yep. Wait, that's awesome. Yeah, he did great. He made him. He got two applause breaks on this. I remember in an improv, either one applause break or two applause breaks, but at least one. So he deserved to win it. You know, dude, I, I want to. Those are heavyweight people he's up against. I want to yeah. rewind to something you just said about people were rooting for you. Yeah. So I just put this on my uh, one of my YouTube things. I'm I'm doing I'm recording my progress in stand up. And I had a, I have a cousin-in-law. He's a he's a stage actor. He does like plays and whatnot. And he was trying to tell me. He goes, um, you know, when you get on stage, people are actually everyone wants you to do well because if you do poorly, it gets awkward for everyone. And so he says people are actually rooting for you. And I think he's right in in doing stage performing, but I think in stand-up open mic situations in dive bars, people aren't rooting for you. Yes, I agree with yeah. you. They're actively wanting to absolutely. see you fail. Yeah, that happens a lot, absolutely. Um, and, and then I found out another thing, someone did some study or something on types of laughter. And do you know 90% of laughter, they say is actually nervous laughter, like not true laughter. People just laugh because they're so nervous they want to cut the, um, they want to cut the tension with the, uh, just giggling for no reason, you know? I believe there is a lot of that, but I don't know how they could quantify and say that. No, that's 77% are real. That's 30%. Yeah. Like, how, how when I they read come it, up it sounded number? like horseshit. Like, how could you come up with the exact number like that? But I, I, I totally believe that a lot of laughter is that. Totally, you know? Yeah. But some of the things that I think, personally, that I laugh the hardest at is stuff that it's just instinctual you don't see coming and it yes. just hits you <laughs> well so that's what this thing was saying is i think it's a book i'm reading on um, writing comedy or something okay and i it said that the actual surprise laughter where it's a, a left turn or a big surprise uh-huh that's a small percentage but that's what stand-up comics have to do our laughter has to be surprise laughter through whatever absurdity or what is the book what is the book um shoot uh you know what i'm gonna send it to you because i I, the name escapes me and and i'm not trying to like put up i'm not saying the the stat you said isn't true it just i I, that's my question when i hear certain statistics like who did they ask how did they come up with that number that's just my it's a really hard it sounds that, so specific. Like ninety percent of laughter is fit. Like, how would you come up with that number? You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd have to. Who are the, how? Who? who it's hard who to are control their test that subjects. Stuff. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say? I always yeah. question that. But I'm not saying it's not valid. Like, I I think a lot of the people laughing is do that. You know? He might have just made that shit up. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe he had a, some researched it and. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Uh, it's always. Uh, Matt, guess what? What? Yeah, I, I'm pro McCarran. Guess what? I'm what? pro. I'm pro Kyle. Oh, good. Fargo, I love you. I'm pro. Guess what, I'm guys? Pro. I'm anti Kyle, anti uh, Matthew. 
you know what? It needed to be said. It needed to be said. Too much love. There was too much love going on. What are we, Hootie and the Blowfish, man? Yeah. 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 I'm Darius Rucker. No, I get to be the black guy. Not okay, you. then I'm the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they have a trumpet player? Uh, I don't or am think I thinking so. of Dave I think Matthews you're thinking band. of Dave Matthews, man. Hootie and the Blowfish and Dave Matthews Band, those are kind of carbon copies of each Almost. other. Minus, I, I, think I think they're Hootie's different. better. Yeah. I, no, I think to be honest, I'm not like a, I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a fan of either, but I do think they're different. If you heard that, maybe not the later stuff, but that early Dave Matthews, like, I know it's hard to separate. It's like, I think there are groups that people know is like, oh, this is the band that all the fraternity douche guys like, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But even like bands that have shitty reputation, of having sh bad reputations, having shitty fans, yeah. they started somewhere where. You know, some of, I've heard some of the really early Dave Matthews, and yeah. it was actually really good music. Like the yeah. really, I'm talking, I, I, I'm talking like when they first started. Okay. Not like the stuff. It became more of like a girls band, a f yeah. frat bro band kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But the early stuff, I mean, they had the drummer was a good, is a really yeah, good yeah. musician. They yeah. had like a violinist and all kinds. That's of, that's right. They had a fiddle player. They had a. They, I thought they were like, but they sounded more kind of like New Orleansy. I had a hard time saying that word. Then Hootie and the Blowfish sounds like kind of almost country, almost. Right. Or folk, you know. But I'm not saying, I, I'm not a fan of either, really. I'm just, yeah, me neither. I, I just thought that. Yeah, I like Hootie. Did. You like Hootie? Yeah, I, you know what? They both got two hit songs, okay? Hootie's got Hold My Hand and Only Want to Be be With You. Remember those songs? Yeah. Dave Matthew has Crash. Right. And Don't Drink the Water. Didn't he have it? Did, I agree. That's the biggest one. But didn't he have hits before Crash? He had some hit songs. But I think you're right. Crash is the like, that's the song that that was their hit. That was their biggest. Yeah, absolutely. But they I remember had, like Lilith Fair with that. Dude. Yeah, Lilith. That's Fair. what I sang to Faco on our first date. Yeah, <laughs> Crash. I sang that Google song to you. That's right. And I don't want the world to see me. I remember when. I'm more um, of a meatloaf guy. I like oh, meatloaf. I like meatloaf. And I would do yeah. for love. I'm more of <laughs> a... Oh, man, we're going to blow up the internet with I this rendition. Is there meatloaf in the backseat? What's going on? Mexican meatloaf. Meatloaf is delicious. I don't know what music act you guys are talking about, but I love it's meatloaf with ketchup on top. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to have authentic breadcrumbs in it. Authentic breadcrumbs. Hey, yeah, meatloaf when done right. It's a great comfort food. Well, I, so here's the problem with meatloaf. My mom always made a mean meatloaf, mean meatloaf. And so anytime as okay. an adult, uh, does a match up. It, it, yeah. I, I take one bite and I go, it's not real meatloaf. Yeah, it's not mom's. Yeah. It's not mom's. Wow. And, uh, I would have so, loved having your mom's meatloaf. I love yeah, yeah. like really good meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. Meatloaf was, uh, she was actually, my mom's a good, she, she's a good cook. Most of what she makes is. But she makes every, like you said, comfort food. Everything yeah. is super rich. Uh, she's not afraid of using salt, uh, butters, like all this good stuff. That's awesome. Um, but uh, you know, I used to check this out when I was younger, and someone would come up and ask, uh, "Oh, hey, are you a Dave Matthews fan? fan? Like, you know, if I'm gonna, they want to go to a concert or something, go, you Dave Matthews fan, Dave Matthews." I would actually get offended. Because you think they're like stereotyping you, kind of. I just I didn't like them, and yeah. and I didn't like that people would even ask me yeah, if I yeah. like. I don't know why. It yeah. was a really weird hang. I get it. I get it. Oh. I get it. Well, well, I was thinking, did they? Did they? I could understand like like if some people might think, oh, you're think you're assuming I like something because I look like a guy that would look like this yeah, band. Yeah, maybe like. that was it. Uh, I was I, never a dick about it. I never be like, "What the fuck you talking?" Yeah. But I would just think in my head, "What? What do you take me for? Why would? Why do I look like a guy who's gonna listen to Dave Matthews?" Yeah. But he was that band was popular. Yeah, it was very popular. Uh, I, 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 and I I want to reemphasize not to 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 try to I, I'm not a fan. Now I'm making it sound like I'm a closet fan, but I I. If you if you listen to early stuff, I'm trying to think of another example like that where there's some artists that oh, are total I got douche, and then you but then you listen like their first album, you're like, you know what? They weren't that bad until they became this big 
you know thing that we know. Oh, like, I, Hammer, MC Hammer, a lot of MCs in the know. Before Hammer, don't hurt him. He had music before that that like, yeah. people were like, that's like Oakland's, that's like, yeah. that's old school Oakland rap. You know what yeah. I mean? Before Hammer Time and all that. I have multiple examples of bands like that. Have you heard of Modest Mouse? Yeah. Their first or second out, al- first and second album was pure just garage punk rock. Right. Uh, really edgy, unrefined, um, what I thought was good music. And then. I think it was their third album. Maybe it was their second album. Maybe maybe their first album was the one I'm thinking. Something happened where they became so polished, refined, and you could tell that there was just a lot of studio work with whatever right. they were doing. Well, they, I, I love I their like hit, that. Float On. I didn't like that. Oh, get out of here. That's a hit song. It is a hit song, but it feels... Go listen to their early stuff, and it's just a, a, a punk rock, really hardcore, edgy punk rock. You know who else is like that? Sugar Ray. Yeah. They were on like a metal, death metal band. Then yeah. They, then they started doing fucking the, the all around the world. Right. COVID, they see, and then they I can say. They got like a, a row of hit songs. Oh, man. yeah. And the guy, the singer seems cool and everything, but I, I could, I never, you know, a lot of late 90s bands, I never, I, I hated them. I didn't hate them. I just, I was not a I'm, fan I'm from with the you. beginning. I'm I was you. not a, uh, a Sugar Ray fan. Ever, I was not a Smash Mouth fan. Ever, I was not a the the rap rock. We've talked about this before. Like, forget like early '90s kind of hard uh, hip hop and rock, like Anthrax and Public Enemy or the oh, early, yeah, early like Rage that. Against the Machine. I yeah. like that. At the, Rage, oh hell yeah! I like but that. but the late '90s rap, Limp Biscuit rap rock. I never liked it. I never liked Limp Biscuit. I never liked Pod. I never liked corn. I, like I never like. I, I know, and there's people that I remember getting like a zine in the '90s before they got big, and they were talking about him like he's playing his bagpipes, and he was yeah. like a local. I was in Long Beach. He was in the yeah. local band. Like it was like they're playing somewhere they're from in SoCal, right? Yeah, they're playing somewhere in Orange County, and they're like a local band, and they're people that swear by them. People I totally respect. I just say for me personally, yeah. I never was in the never corn. got hooked. Yeah, another band I never Creed. Remember that, that was oh, a no, big. I never liked that, that was they had huge they hits at the bands. time. I never liked their music. Limp Biscuit's funny though because now like you you would be hard pressed to find someone that says I like Limp Biscuit. You'd be hard pressed to find one person. But at the Everyone late but the late nineties, every all yeah. these fools. I remember like cute trying to uh, go out with this girl I met on the bus. I, she oh. was super cute and she was like I love Limp Biscuit and I was like trying to look pat. I was like. I just, I just thought she was, I just thought she was cute. I just thought she was cute. So I was like, I remember thinking, I yeah, fucking okay, can't I'll deal with it. I was like, I, I didn't, but it was like, you would, that was just a, they were like the TRL MTV late nineties, yeah. big time band. And like so many people liked that. And I remember at that time, I just never got in. And I, I would, I would respect someone that, that was like, comes out and says, you know what? Yeah. I was Limp Bizkit fan. So what? Yeah, yeah. You know, I would respect that. Oh, they were selling albums. They were selling out concerts. Dude, they were, are you kidding me? They were multi-platinum in arenas, all this shit. People can't deny that shit. Yeah, they're huge. And now, like, They're kind of laughable, yeah. It it becomes one of those things. It's like, no one wants to admit that they, but I I remember from the beginning not liking him, and I'm like, hey, asshole. Like, there's got, some of you out there have got to have liked that, you know? Yeah. Limp it, uh, but like Dave Matthews is one example where now people think of it, they associate it, I think, or, or like a band like Blues Traveler or someone, get, right. they get associated with a certain hit yeah. or maybe their audience or that all girls like them or something. But I think before that, I'm going to be honest if I'm, if I'm not, I think they had some good early music, even if that's not really my type of music. Yeah. Like they were good musicians and they had some, some good music. And I think they're one of these bands that they got a real big hit yeah. and they kind of codified around these certain hits yeah. and they became known as something that they weren't in the beginning maybe you know what yeah. I mean and I don't oh know. I think that happens in music all the time yeah absolutely where they have they have a certain style they like playing and then something happens where they just one day get experimental and then that's the song that blows up right and they're and then they're stuck trying to with replicate that song. and they're trying to replicate that hit and yeah. that Faco brought up remember Faco you brought up the Friends band that did the Friends theme yeah uh, the Rembrandt 
Dude, can you imagine? Oh, dude. That's like... For, uh, speak... You'll be doing state fairs to the day you die. <laughs> yeah, but they got they, cash. They sell out, they, they, but the, here's the thing. They sell out big places. But I, it's Oh, crazy. and they get money each they time Friends cash. is played, right? Yes, yes. Uh, but I'm like, what do they They just play the same song over and oh, over yeah, for an hour? To. No, do you think it's a syndication? They get royalties every time that's played. Yeah, but okay, okay, so you're the Rembrandts and you go to any place to play. Do you think anyone gives two rats ass about any other song you ever no. you could have written no. <laughs> you could have written a, like a Chopin level style composition where it's just the most masterful piece of music, but they're gonna be like, hey play the song where we can clap along. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. and, and dude, they not only they, they have to probably play it twice. Once oh, they get more than yeah, that's ba- what they do. Vago told me they played at some arena, right? Well, they played at the Ritz. It used to be called oh, yeah, the yeah. Usual. Yeah, yeah. And dude, oh, the I, Usual. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dude, these guys had fucking U2 equipment with U2 roadies. Wow. They had fucking their own buses for each member, dude, of the fucking. Of the fucking And that's group. all friends money, right? Because oh, that's absolutely. all royalty, baby. That's, well, it, that's the checks coming and, in month. And the, the, there goes another one where I can honestly say, from the 90s, I think the very first season of when Friends first came out, like the first season, maybe or two, I remember even liking it. But maybe very early on, it became more of like a girl show to me. And I just, I, I that show lasted a long time. And, and to this day, there are people, a lot of them girls, that are crazy about that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was, I could never, I, I was a Seinfeld guy. I love Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that show is still huge. And I, and then when Fargo oh, told me they played on. I want to go to Mountain View, 85 Mountain View. Yeah, I know. Um, so it's a, it's, it's, probably, we'll probably get there like at 11. 15. Are we going to be able to make Woodhams tonight, you think? I don't know, but he just I asked think we me. Can. I what said, he say? He's, is he low on coming? people? Say yes. Are you low on people? Because we can bail out on Lily Mac, because I, I think Lily Mac will be. They shut down at eleven thirty, right? Oh, okay. I, I mean, I don't know. Do they? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'll go with the team. I'll let you guys decide. Okay. Well, Mountain View exits coming up right here. Okay. We, yeah, I think we should go to Pete's. He said they only have two people. Oh, okay. Yeah, then let's go. Like we're, yeah, tell them we're ten minutes out. Okay, on the way, 10 minutes out, 10. Oh, well, so it's going to be a three-mic night, but that's fine. Yeah. That's all right. I had a feeling. I told Fogger earlier. Really, it's I, tough, just the we, times. We, I've done a four-mic. I think we've I don't. We've done a four-mic together, I'm sure. Pete, yeah, I I'm mean, sure Fogger, but I, I know I've done four-mic, but it's very... Usually, it's something seems to come up before if driving around different... Yeah. You know what I mean? If we're closer, all in the same city, but it's hard. But three is good, man. Three is, so three is good. Yeah, this would have been a stretch to do four. It would have been cool. That's what would have been like my 2016 years, dude. 2015. Continuously doing Pete three just or said, four. Yay, my dick just got hard. Uh, maybe you can hit up Joe and tell him that we aren't going to be able to. Hey, Joe. Where you going with that gun in your hand? Um. I, I was I'm glad you brought up Seinfeld. So what what is the bigger the biggest sitcom of all time? Is it Seinfeld or is it Friends? I think as or far Cosby. as I think is the Cosby Show. Maybe Cosby's up there, but, but now there's always the blemish. I mean, let's not let's be real. Yeah, like, yeah. I, but I mean, if we're just talking about take out the blemish and what was the most popularest? Oh, I, here's what I'm gonna say though. I think Cosby but, ran longer than Seinfeld, right? Seinfeld last that nine season. Yeah, they're both up there. But Cosby would reboot it on if he had the he just had Cosby on CBS for a while. Oh, that's right. right. But here's the thing. Uh, I think popularity is one thing, but what I would say with Seinfeld, what I would gauge it as both popularity and critical acclaim, and a hardcore. See, friends, hardcore Friends fans are just as crazy. But yeah. I'm saying hardcore Friends fans, but Seinfeld has hardcore fans that talk about every episode, but I go by the money, syndication. Who's making the most in syndication? Seinfeld and Larry David are making more money than I've ever heard on syndication. Like, they make, they sign like $100 million deals for reruns, you know, and and it's super popular, and it's like as far as critical acclaim, I mean, for years people were saying, hands down, it's the greatest 
yeah. sitcom, though people would argue it's not really a sitcom, it's a comedy about nothing, whatever, but people would say it's the greatest, at least oh, greatest sitcom. Com- yeah. It's inter- interpersonal yeah. rela- silliness between interpersonal relationships. Who cares Ab- if it's absolutely. about Absolutely, absolutely. I-, I see it as a sitcom, but, uh, and, but certainly people talk about the greatest comedy often and the greatest, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, but you know, it's, the other thing is, it's, to be fair, I'm not a Friends fan, but it is comparing apples and oranges too. Like, there's room for more than one great show, oh, you know. Seinfeld yeah. is, but uh, there was no show like Seinfeld when it came out. I remember hearing this uh, where they're talking about the biggest show on TV before Seinfeld came out was Alf. Now I love Alf, yeah, but it, it was a different. Like Seinfeld, now it's even weird because now we've been so many years of mockumentary style shows, yeah. one person camera without a laugh track, without yeah. a, a live audience. But when Seinfeld came out, there was nothing like that kind of humor, I think, on yeah. network TV, you know? What about Cheers? That was a good Oh, song. Cheers, Cheers was, was great, one too. Of my favorite. That Cheers made, was great, too. Cheers, probably Cheers. Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, I'm trying that to... That dude just blew past the red light. You oh, see that? Yeah, he does not give two fucks about doesn't. traffic. He's going somewhere. Is that Birdman? <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, it's because uh, Jack in the Box closes him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... How about Who's the Boss, guys? I love Tony Dan's boss. Like my life. Alyssa Milano. I used to have a crush on Alyssa Milano, man. Yeah. I would dream about her. Yeah, she was. Her and Vanna White. Oh, Vanna White, yes. Yeah. But then, what about, what, I guess Lucy, Lu, I love Lucy was just, what, just, it's big on, like, it's impact more than the popularity or what? I liked I Love Lucy, but I was... Oh, I Love Lucy was great, dude. Yeah. For yeah, its time. It, yeah, so... Yeah, so Carol you, Burnett show, that was yeah. good, too. Here's the thing. Mama's family. I think I Love Lucy was great, and you, but you also got to take a show for its time. It's not going to have the same kind of humor. But she was silly. Yeah. She was very funny, funny, dude. I think she carried... Or, obviously, she carried it. But, I mean, you didn't have to write that funny on that show because her the way she I think moved around if was she so was ridiculous. alive today yeah. she would have been funny and on a successful today in a show I'm just yeah. saying oh is, yeah I think that he, I also think that timing certain style like things change but that's okay like that's just how things evolve but I could look back I Love Lucy's funny Honeymooners is funny yeah uh, All in the Family's funny Sinbad is funny yeah. you know all, all these see, are all but that was, uh, you ever see about Lucy you ever hear about that show that was her last shot that was the Hail Mary oh I Love Lucy that, yeah dude plus do you know she, she was our age around our age when that show came out I didn't know that. late she, 30s she, she was four, either late 30s or 40s she was 4 years old yeah she was late 30s at least this was her last shot. They put all her money into this fucking show. If it was that, if it didn't go, that's it. She would have lost everything. I didn't know she was four. Yeah, dude, she came out late, dude. It's crazy. I came out early. I'm four. <laughs> but yeah, she was the boss, dude. She needs respect. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Oh, look at There's Elwood. Oh, Elwood he's, he saw us coming. He said, I'm getting the fuck getting out, of out of here. here. Is he ignoring us? Yeah, he can't see us. Let me see that. Oh, can I? Uh, all right. 